Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it. Uh, so, Andrew, end of the year, coming up. I right know. around the corner. I know we're doing oh, our list episodes and our so best quick. of episodes and all mm-hmm. that stuff, but I think I kind of want to branch out a little bit and do something oh. unlike anything we've ever done. Are, are you? Are oh, you in the mood? That's exciting. To, you feeling frisky a little bit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know me. Always feeling frisky. Always but, feeling frisky. Okay, so we're gonna play a different game, right? Like we're gonna yeah. try something new. Try something okay. new. Talk about something we've never talked about. Uh, I'll come never up with this idea like top of my head. I, you know, I've okay. got. Okay. Bunch of things swirling around here. Um, yeah, uh, game. Okay. I, you know, maybe it's like a game that we really like and hasn't okay. really come up on the podcast before. Yeah, yeah? do you, you trust okay. me with with coming up with this, uh, Mikey? You know, yeah. I trust you. We've been doing yeah, this yeah. podcast for almost five years. Uh-huh. But just can you make me a deal though? Yeah, one hundred percent. Scouts honor. Yes, I can make scouts you a deal. honor. I trust you. You trust me. Yeah, absolutely. Can you promise me whatever the hell we're going to talk? Yep. It's not Overwatch, is it? So, I. Uh, Oh no. It no. makes me think it's Overwatch. No. Is it not Overwatch? Okay, what uh, was let it? Me Sorry, think I didn't about, mean to. Let me actually think about it. Let me think about it. But if I you had the idea, why do you need to think about it? I just want to be sure. There's a lot going on in this dome of mine. I just want to sure. cross all my T's, dot all my I's, and make sure, sure that what? it's n- well, that the idea I had wasn't what you just said. Remind me the one thing right. that you didn't want it to be. It, it just, it, just tell me it's not Overwatch, please. Oh. No. Oh, no, great. it's definitely okay. not that. It's all right, I, fantastic. It's, it's definitely because I had a uh, was also I was thinking about this idea so much right. lately, and yep. I prepared a lot. So if if it were that, and that's the one thing you didn't want me to do, that would right. suck. And I promise yeah. you, it's not that. Okay, well, there we go. Then we're all set. Okay, great. I'm excited. What are we going to be playing today? Well, Andrew, this week on the Retrograde Podcast, we're going to be taking a long retrospective look at Overwatch 2 and Overwatch 1, which preceded it. I knew it. Welcome to the Retrograde Podcast, where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Baskin, and with me, as always, is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. The DPS, formerly known as Mike Cree Aaronworth. <laughs> Mike Cassidy Aaronworth now? Mike Cassidy? Mike Cassidy. Um, Mikey, this is real. This must be really exciting for you. Uh, ever since we started this podcast, uh-huh. you would uh, talk about Overwatch on almost every episode. Yes. And now we're the fans devoting, demanded uh, it, I should say. It wasn't just I didn't. It wasn't uh, just me wanting to defend. Sure. It. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And uh, I can't tell if this is your TED talk or your suicide note, but here we are <laughs> to talk about Overwatch. Let's just call it a manifesto. <laughs> Let's call it a manifesto because that can be good. It can be bad. There's the communist one. swinging light bulb and just you and a typewriter. <laughs> one oscillating all... fan in the background that's creaking. Just yeah. full of dust. Uh, that's a that's a callback to the Spotify number one on my uh, on my rap. Uh, the oscillating fan. <laughs> the oscillating fan. Uh, that they'll, all learn, they'll all learn. They'll all learn. No, it's uh, look, Andrew. We I, we've been saying this a lot. We we've we've kind of taken a couple left turns and and done some some new things on this podcast. And typically, what we like to do on the podcast is take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids. Usually, something we had an affinity towards one way or another. Rate and review the games in the retro and based on how we used to play them, and then we play them and rate them in the modern day. But today's a little yes. bit different. Although I'm kind of thinking that when over have we have we done a game on this podcast and given it the retro treatment for a game that is not as old as Overwatch because Overwatch you know it 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 it, it at this point is almost a retro game it's it's been it out so really long. is it really is it's almost like how Avatar is an old movie now uh, yes yeah 
Which is actually very similar because Avatar 2 comes out and Overwatch 2 comes out and you're like, oh, brand new game. Here we go. Brand new game. Or yeah. is it? Okay, we're 2016. Whoa, we're 2016 is is uh, is the, the is release really of, uh, of, of the original Overwatch. It was May 24th, wow. 2016. So we are quite a ways out from it now. Yeah. I mean, how do, how do you celebrate May 24th? Uh, like by playing you, is Overwatch, that like a ho- by yeah, playing it's a national holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought because because May two, May two four is is a holiday in Canada, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, is which, it which holiday, holiday is it? No, uh, I don't think so. That's uh, Victoria Day. Yes, Queen Victoria Day. Yeah, yeah, yes. God bless recognize, her soul. We recognize the royalty around here. We uh, yes, we do. This podcast specifically, we're big royal watchers. We are huge uh, royal watchers, <laughs> and shout out to all of our listeners from the UK who. Uh, very much know that about us, and that's probably why they listen to us. It's kind Absolutely. of like how you have Christian rock. You also have mm-hmm. royal podcasts, podcasts that only subscribe to uh, royalty in the royal ways. <laughs> yes, I will listen to them talk about Dungeons and uh, Frogger <laughs> if they get to the royal family again. Finally, okay, Dungeons good. and Frogger. Um, well, we will eventually get to our conversation about Overwatch, Andrew. But I do, I do want to yes. talk a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, we're 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 past the holidays now. But I do like to have that spirit of of holidays kind of lingering because I don't do well with the passing of time. Uh, so let's let's clutch onto the concept of Christmas in my in my co- okay. in, in my mind uh, for as long as we can. And I want to talk about <laughs> some some holiday wish list things for 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 games. A for things that you may have asked for this year and B some of the best holiday gifts you've gotten as uh, uh, like as pertains to video games. Do you have any of those off sure. the top of your head? Yeah, you know, I do. I, I remember very clearly getting the Sega Genesis mm. uh, for Christmas. Um, my family was a big uh, kind of earn it family where like, it wasn't going to happen in June. It was sure. going to happen at Christmas. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and which I, I, at the time was infuriated yes. by incensed, <laughs> but, uh, but in the long run, I, I do appreciate having to wait for something. And so much so that I think that's why I have a very specific memory of opening up the second Genesis being very excited, but I was pretty young at the time. And really the, the big one was getting the N64, which was, Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, which I think I got, Maybe a year after everyone else, or it, there was a period of time I didn't get it upon release. Neither did I. And uh, and then getting it and going like, oh my god, like I can't believe how big of a deal this is. And that was always just something that's been fundamental. Has there ever been since you got the N sixty four a purchase or a gift in your life that has meant more to you on like an existential basis? Ah, uh, you know what? That's a great question. Uh, probably not. I'm trying to think of things that like. The problem is, is that once you get into your 30s, for most uh-huh. people, they have a little bit of expendable, expendable income and they can just gifts are kind of like, oh, that's very that's very thoughtful. Yes. But it's yeah. not like if I wanted to get like, I probably would have purchased it by now or tried to purchase it. Especially or if you wanted it in June, you're not going to be like, I'll hold out until Christmas. For the most part, you 100%. end up getting it for yourself. It makes buying gifts for other people more difficult and yes. uh, the concept of writing up a gift list or something like that more difficult as well. It's so true. So like, no, I would think the only thing that I've ever used, and I always say this out loud all the time, is so in like you, my AirPods is uh-huh. like the biggest essential I have in my life because it ge- genuinely changed my life. Mm-hmm. And so I always think about that as like the most requisite thing I own. Um, so maybe like, I think I got like the AirPod Pros one year or something like that and going like, oh, that's so amazing. But since then, no, nothing. Yeah, no, not I, at all. The it's N64 to me, I remember seeing it in like a kiosk in a in a Walmart or something like that. And playing it and the feeling that that feeling of running around as Mario in the in the garden, which was the experience that I had 
was unlike anything I'd ever experienced in my life. And I, yes. I, I wonder what that next iteration of uh, in the in the in the space of gaming will be for people to play and be like, I cannot my mind cannot comprehend because now you kind of get it. It's more iterative. Like when you mm-hmm. put on a VR headset, we've we've all had a lot of us have already had some kind of experience in that realm. And it didn't make as much of a difference to me, at least as when I first played Mario 64. Right. Is it because I'm older and my imagination has just been dulled and nothing is going to have that impact on me the way that the N64 did? I don't know. But that yeah. that I remember like feeling it, feeling that emotion when I played it in a Walmart and then having knowing that I was going to have that experience at home. My parents got me because they were sold out at the time uh, uh, that Christmas rolled around and they they couldn't find an N64. So they reserved one and got me instead Mario 64 in in the box and said, hey, when it comes into the store we'll 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 get you N64. But like this is this is how we hold you over for now. What are you cringing about? Well, I just, how did you take that? I loved it because I knew it was coming. I knew already at the time that like, that, that it wasn't going to be, you know, I was hoping they'd be like, just kidding. Here's the box. It's your last gift, whatever. But I knew eventually it was going to be coming. So the way I, I coped with that was by opening up the box just like smelling the cartridge, reading that cover front to back, like consistently, I, I knew everything. I memorized the N64 instruction manual for for Mario 64, like front to back. It was it was mm-hmm. just just imagining what it would be like to play that game. I got so much out of that. Well, there you go. Uh, I know. I just I just wondered as a kid if uh, you had that. You know, like you're like, oh, thank you very much. I can't wait to play this game instead of like, what the fuck is not here? And just like having a fit or something. It's like that. usually my reaction. I think I think my mm-hmm. parents got gifts for Christmas not to see me feel good. It was to see me not be extremely upset that I didn't <laughs> get what I wanted. Uh, I was a terrible child. <laughs> mm-hmm. We 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 all were. Yeah. You know, like I don't think anyone was like, wow, that kid was the same. No. Um, you know. So yeah, no, it's I, I remember those very clearly and. uh Maybe I don't know. Maybe uh, I got to. You're right. What could I possibly get these days that would ever give me that kind of feeling ever again? I have no idea. It's a good question. I did yeah. you did you this year ask for? Because uh, full disclosure, we're recording this before uh, uh, the holidays. Uh, yes. But uh, so I don't know what I got. But I do know a couple things that I asked for that I'm excited about in the gaming space. Is there anything on your list? Who did you ask these for? Mommy, Who did and, you ask mommy and daddy? What do you mean? Oh boy. No, I do. I do. I do. It's okay. I don't. Uh, no, I. I. My parents don't give me anything anymore. Uh, do they not love you? So, what did you do? Well, probably a lot. But yeah. Uh, yeah what about no, Santa? I like, if you're, oh, have you not boy. been a good boy? Oh or? boy. Oh boy. You know how valuable coal would be these days. Like, if I got some coal, I'd be like, nice. That's true. Go. Yeah, I'm just saying. PS5 coal. I don't know. Um, How much coal, though? Let's see. You know, <laughs> yeah. No, is I it clean only... coal, Andrew, or right, is it that Matt King? <laughs> this is very good. This is very good. You infuriated me with the clean coal statement, a thing that makes no sense. And then uh, Matt King called him like, "How can you be mad at that?" Um, is uh... <laughs> back on the nice list, baby. Yeah. Hey. No, the only person that I really exchange gifts with in a any significant way as my partner uh-huh. and uh god knows if i ask for one more piece of shit that's gonna take up space <laughs> in our apartment <laughs> i guarantee you that's not what i'm getting <laughs> like Wait. hey can i get one of those headsets where you can play vr Fuck no <laughs> so is it strange that my mom asks me for a wish list for christmas at 33 years Does old she really <laughs> yes 
That's adorable. Why? No, I don't think there's any criticism in that. My, my family just... is still very much in the gift giving spirit. We all buy each other a bunch of stuff. And, and honestly, I think it, it has less to do with, um, I don't know, getting older or whatever. I think it's more just that we still love each other. So I do, <laughs> I do feel bad for people Ow. who aren't in that realm anymore, uh-huh. but, uh, but I uh-huh. can't, you know, we still love each other and things are going great in the Aaronworth household. So, you know. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, that, that's great. I'm, I'm glad you have that. Um, if you cover a broken home like I do, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, best of luck to you. And we hope you have fun drinking on the holidays. Just making my face even more punchable. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the No, what I asked for was the, uh, the play oh, yeah, date. What did you ask for? I asked for the play date. What is that? Well, it's just a kid who can come around and play video games. With you. <laughs> no, no, it's... It's not that. It's not that. Oh, okay, good. He's 18. It's no big deal. <laughs> he is a kid to you now still, yeah. Yes. He uh uh no, it's it's the that handheld with the yellow handheld with the crank on it. I no uh no, I don't know what you're talking about. You've never seen the Playdate? It's like the no. little kind of like analog thing. It's it's like a little game they and and it's got a crank on it. So is it a game physically contained in itself it's basically like a like a, a platform or like a it's like a console but like a it's not a it's not a 400 console it's just kind of like a little thing it, the games run almost on like subscriptions so you get oh. two free games a month and you can buy more in the store like a kindle the screen oh. is almost like a kindle it's like it's like black and white um just kind of a, a good little nice nice little contained thing that i'm, I'm gonna have but some it's fun powered with. by you cranking on it no that's my dick andrew no this oh, is okay. this is powered this is it's the crank is like a, a part of the controller it's not oh. i don't want to do work when i'm playing games that's that's terrible yeah i thought it was like oh this is it's like a it's a sustainable oh, <laughs> i don't care about things being sustainable are you fucking kidding clean me? coal baby clean coal i i buy my discs i download them to right. or, or or i save them to my ps5 i find a turtle i shove that disc straight into the turtle's mouth kick it back right. into the ocean i don't care about yeah. sustainability no why would you right we're you know gonna die before it's an issue for us oh yeah 100 percent. i don't care about turtles mm-hmm. you know what's crazy unless uh, it, we're talking turtle pope from elden ring um, or we're talking about that kid that likes turtles. That kid seems cool. I like I like turtles, and I like kids that like, like turtles. turtles. <laughs> um, you know what's funny is like on my other okay. podcast, uh, Jackass. Uh, my brother is the person who plays this role, <laughs> like who is who is like the 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 ironic or not even just like the like the the guy's like I don't care about the environment and stuff. But when it comes to you, I'm so much like I'm I'm left of him that much to the point where I'm like Chris, you gotta like slow your roll hold your horses <laughs> and yet with you i'm still the one who makes the offhanded comments and you're like mikey i don't know about that turtle shit that but the, I think the problem is is that you and i are too similar so we have to create some divisive nature of like you know what i don't like the i don't like the environment today you're like whoa <laughs> like the environment yeah, oh yeah, yeah turtles suck eh? turtles okay. suck man uh no uh, all in all though i'm excited for the holidays i love the holiday break hopefully as you're listening to this you are on your holiday break hopefully you get some time oh, off hopefully hope you can so. spend some time with the family or barring that just find some time to kind of uh relax and uh take some stress out of your life hopefully we can we can help do that a little bit for you uh god knows um um andrew stresses the shit out of me so every time i have to record it's just it's it's really like it's really like i am giving my energy to you the listener um right um, yeah and it's, it's i like to think of this as an extended play date andrew for yep. christmas i asked for more time with my buddy <laughs> no <laughs> 
you spend more time with me than any other single human being in the world. It's wild. Uh, it's true. It it's is true. crazy. Like, and guess what? You listening to our voices right now, you spend a lot of time with us as well. Yes. Isn't that weird Join to think us. about? Join us. <laughs> Join us. Join us. One of us. Um, yeah. No, absolutely. I, 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 I hope. Yes, I like. I echo everything Mikey said. If you get some time off, that's great. If you don't, in this horrible gig economy that we live currently in, I hope people are nice to you. How about that? I hope the holidays are very stressful for people that usually work a shift of some kind. And uh, you I hope you people ho- are nice. I to think you. you said I hope the holidays are very stressful for people who work a shift of some kind. Hmm. That's what you Is that said. What I said. That's what, that's mm. what you said. It's I drank a lot of eggnog up. today. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm deep in nog, man. I'm nogged out. Listen, all I want for Christmas is to make sure that hardworking people who work shifts have a hard time. For I hope it's weeks. as rough a you as possible. <laughs> I hope they chew you up and spit you out and tip you 5%. Uh, no, it's the worst. People are the worst around the holidays, even family. Yeah, <laughs> so that's true. That's I hope, true. I hope everyone just survives. I hope everyone's fine. I hope this is a, a moment of solace for you. I, I agree. And as I look in the uh, background, as because we're doing this recording remotely, I can see you got your Christmas uh, lights up and you got a tree over there. It's uh, it's just I love yeah. the festivities. I, I, I love yeah. them so much. And I love this time of year for another reason, which is What's that? I love the ability to really kind of find time to catch up on games. There's a solid like two or three day span where there's less to do than any other time in the year. And I adore it. Do you have any plans to just like hunker down and play some games? Uh, maybe it's, you know, as, as people are listening to this, maybe that's what they're doing right now. So why don't we maybe see what we'll let them know what we'll be doing uh, when, when they're listening to this uh, in, in our own lives. You know, it's funny. I, you say that and I was kind of like, yeah, that's you're right. You get more time to your, and then I was thinking, I'm like, that's a hypothetical, I think. In my it, life, yes. it feels like it gets way more stressful. Like, all of a sudden, it's like data, like, you know, you uh, you go to your, um, your I go to my family's uh, Christmas. We go to my partner's family's Christmas. In one day, we go to both of them, which is a fun little drive. And then, and it's just, there's more extended parties and stuff. And by the way, all of this is very positive. Yes. Very exciting and great and get to spend time with people you care about and stuff like that. And yet. <laughs> then you get back to work you're like oh thank god back to normal <laughs> honestly there there is an element of that although see i find that in the summer like i find the summer oh. can be super hectic and you think it's going to be all fun and games but then you end up booking so much in your time especially in canada when you reindeer only games. have yeah reindeer games no one wants to play yeah. those reindeer games 100 percent the movie uh, when you have to play, yeah no don't play that on my dvd player <laughs> do that somewhere else like get out of here huck a umd of that into my psp baby um, <laughs> throw it at a turtle <laughs> <laughs> do you think a turtle has ever choked on a PSP disc like a UMD? You're talking about Turtle from Entourage? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Has he mm-hmm. thought, has he gotten so high that he was hungry and he thought his PSP was just like a glossy submarine sandwich? Submarine sandwich because he opened that sub shop, whatever it's called. Um, Jersey Mike's? No, no, that can't be right. Um, <laughs> Fat Sal's. Fat Sal's. Um, yes. Um, uh, yes, I think he has. Yes, of course. Of course, I think of, obviously. Of course, yes. of course obviously, Obvi- yes, obviously, obviously. Yes. Yes. No, but mm-hmm, the summer mm-hmm. to me, that's that's it where it comes to an end. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to like hunker down in the winter a bit. Oh, I think, though, I've had a couple holiday breaks where like I do oh. have enough time and like I, oh, I am able to just kind of simmer it in a little bit. And though it, the, the problem is, I think it's going to be like that every time. And in reality, that's like one in ten. And I'm just chasing that dragon of like, remember that time I just got to relax with like nothing. But yeah, you do a lot of traveling and it's all good and it's all fun, but it isn't quite what you ever expect it's going to be. You can never go home again, as Gilbert Gottfried once said when he was reading yes. James Joyce's Ulysses. 
That's a wait. Deep that's cut not from Robert Frost episode. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> wait. Oh, wait. Is it Robert Frost? Don't isn't you can never go home again for Robert Frost. Wait, then why did you? Because I made the joke that that I fall asleep to Gilbert Gottfried reading right. James Joyce's Ulysses, and then you right. chimed in with he never thought he would ever go home again. Well, that's also true because Ulysses was gone for a very long time. Yes. So I just I was making up a hypothetical about the only thing I understand about Ulysses since I read it in high school. Oh, okay, 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 that's fair. Yeah, okay. you're you're assuming I know what I'm talking about, <laughs> which is a big leap and a big assumption. Yeah, don't 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 break the facade, Andrew. Don't 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 break the facade. If if uh, my my thing, I will say this: If you're hearing the sound of Please. my voice, chances are I am playing God of War Ragnarok right now. That's my that's my thing that I really want to sink my teeth into during the break. Nice, because um, uh, I know you're loving that game. Uh, and, I love it. And by the time people hear this, you'll probably be done it as well. Uh, so in the Absolutely. new year, I think maybe we'll plan to do a bonus episode over on our our Patreon, <laughs> Patreon.com/slash The Retrograde Podcast. I did have a moment though, Mikey, where I was, you know, I had said stupidly out loud that I'm like, I'm going to beat this so soon. And uh, I'm facing one of the final villains uh-huh. and uh, villains. final bosses. Villains. Well, this Does one's he a real have a villain. Mustache and he curls it. Mikey, when you play this game, I'll explain later who I'm facing right okay. now. He's such a piece of shit, okay. and uh, <laughs> I so badly want to knock the teeth out of his skull. And um, and it's a very long and extensive process. There's many stages in which you need to beat him. All the kind of things. And I, <laughs> like, I think I lost for like the fifth time in a row, and just kind of sunk my head down and went. Why did I say anything? I could have just said <laughs> I'm halfway through or something and like then that. Taking it would have been time with it. Yeah. Yeah. And then like been shocked that I finished it so fast. I'm like, oh my God. I'm I'm being crushed under the weight of expectation. Well, it's funny. So you mentioned you wanted to knock the guy's teeth out or whatever. And that yes. got me thinking about I always struggle with this with God of War games. Uh uh, because Kratos is so strong. He can like strangle hydras, he can rip apart statues. And yep. yet there are yep. little things like the teeth of enemies are apparently fuck. If he could break mountains, he should be able to crack teeth like nothing else. Mikey, I have written down as a note of wanting to talk every week, every week <laughs> since we started talking about God of War. Kratos is absolutely his powers are all over the place, all are like, over the fucking place, over the place. He can lift up a, like a rock every time just to get through this little passage. OK, that's totally fine. But then someone punches him. He's like, ow! and you're like, wait, what? wait, wait, wait. Right. And then you've seen him also throw people thousands of yards away and then fly through the thing and bounce around and then yet he can die like wait what is going i there's it never makes any sense to me and it blows my mind the most confusing element of a god of war game is all those things he can do hucking people across the world breaking ships with his bare hands yeah how tightly sealed are the chests which contain his little orbs (laughs) of life that he struggles to open every time (laughs) who else is opening these things if not kratos Okay, I will say um, when you when you're when you're playing boy, and boy, there's a moment Atreus. where you get to Atreus, you get to play boy. I thank you, say Atreus, because every time I see our A T R E E U S, I'm always like Artius, Artius, I think I'm dyslexic. There is so some of the boxes Kratos will come and just punch into them, right, and grab stuff. Yes, he's had that animation for a couple of games now. And then when you play. When you play as uh, Ardius, uh, you get he does he he starts and he tries to punch it. And he goes, "Ow!" Oh, that's like, amazing. That's a great little thing that they don't make a reference to, but is like a cute thing of like, of course, because he saw his massive father try and do that, but he's not his father. I can't imagine. Like, look, I haven't played the game yet, so I don't know. But the power fantasy of playing as Kratos and then having to play as little boy with a bow, I'm like, no, thank you. I don't uh, want to. Can do I this. say I prefer playing as really uh, Atreus? Yeah, really, I prefer it. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot more fun. 
He, he's faster. Well, see, I don't want to ruin anything. He's okay, faster. Yeah, don't, he's, don't, don't ruin anything. The skill set's good. But yeah, you do play it briefly and it's good. That's exciting. I, I yes. do want to play uh, uh, more of that over Oops. the break. So that's kind of what my goal is. Uh, but I know one thing I'm going to be doing a lot of in the meantime is uh, playing Overwatch. Uh, I, the big I, o. I just can't help but play it. The big O. It is the only thing that gets me off these days. Speaking of. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, and, and I, I'm, I'm excited to do this because <laughs> did your Pornhub wrapped <laughs> oh. like, mostly anime, mostly overwatch porn, man, it was, it was 99%. But by there the way, is there a Pornhub wrapped that they should do that? No, they should not. Let's that normalize would be a- it. That would be amazing. That's also a good point. I also, okay. I like the normalizing argument because everyone's doing it. Like, why don't we talk about it? Why do we make some things, you know, uh, you know, forbidden and stuff like that. So I agree with you. I think it would be shocking though <laughs> when you see the information back to you. Um, Cause it's not like, it's not like you take out the vinyl and you're like, good album. I'm glad I played that. And then Spotify's like, you liked that album. And I'm like, yeah. that makes sense. I think if it was like giving me something back, like, you know, you will watch also the raw number of hours that yes. it would tell you back. I'd be like, Oh no, I could have, I could have learned to play guitar. <laughs> Oh, that's true. You know what the most embarrassing thing would be, though, is oh, if your if your number one was like guy and girl have sex. Like if it were no, that would missionary be more embarrassing than anything else. Like, what are you doing? You kept your number one search result was nice sex. <laughs> <laughs> Couple in love subcategory. Nice, nice sex. Nice sex. How about like, like like clothes on is your search? <laughs> no lights on. Massage, but not that kind. You were the only one that uh, that selected option socks on. Uh, and, and I was like, I was the only one. Yeah. Oh, oh no. God. Did you mean uh, sex on? No. Okay. Yeah. No. Here's a million videos that no one's ever watched. Yeah. <laughs> You're searching for the one Overwatch character that doesn't have any anime porn about them. Oh, who would that like, be? Oh, just me. Who would that um, be? Hammond? <laughs> yeah, because in my mind, that Hammond is infantile. Like he's a he's a baby or a child Hammond? or something like that. Hammond's like a yeah. mean hamster. No, I, th- I think he's, I don't think he's a baby. I hope he's not. Otherwise, <laughs> those Google searches are going to get me in a lot of trouble Uh-oh. with the FBI. Um, so um, the, the reason why we're talking about Overwatch, actually, let's do this. Let's actually do this. I do want to do this. We should we should have ranked from top to bottom the most to least likely to be searched on Pornhub. Okay, how about this? Most? I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna start naming some characters, and you tell me from uh, one to ten, or sorry, from one to four. Four being most likely, one being uh, least likely. Just a rating. I, you, you're not putting them in order. Okay, how, or how about top half, bottom half? Like they're in the top half of searches okay. or in the bottom half That's of searches? That's good. All right, Just here so we it's go. general. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and, and I'll set this up by saying, you know, we, we are going to be talking about Overwatch and it's not just going to be, <laughs> it's not just going to be like a, a topical, hey, Overwatch 2 is a good game. What we want to do is do like a full retrospective of, of Overwatch from the release of the game until now we've Andrew yeah. and I've been playing yeah. it since around 2016 uh yep. and and we've been playing it in all of its different iterations all the patches up until Overwatch 2 we're going to share some stories talk about some impressions and like this just have a little bit of fun with the characters <laughs> let's go through all of them Andrew I want you to say top half oh, bottom boy. half okay um Junker Queen 
because she's new, I'm going to say top half because I think that uh, is like a buzz thing. And I think there's also a big fetish about people being crushed by large women. Yeah, so. Andrew, you don't have that is one. She could have been the first character to be released. She would be top half for sure. She <laughs> might be top five. Um, OK, Bastion. Oh, bottom half. A bottom half for sure. Reinhardt. Yeah. See, in see, the problem is, I think it's bottom half, but for me, he'd be in top half because he's like a big, muscly man. Yeah, I bet you there's a and lot. He's of, like a daddy. I think he's a daddy. I'm gonna say top he's a half daddy. for for Reinhardt. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There you go. Top um, half. What about right. Junkrat? Bottom half. Bottom half. I I think so. I think so as well. Yeah. But there will be some people who are all about that. I think. See, here's the thing. There's something for everybody. Yes. So like, I'm not I'm not kink shaming anybody. I'm just assuming. Yes. Uh, Which if, also doesn't get you in any trouble. So no, 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 never at all. Uh, <laughs> Soldier seventy six. Top half. I don't know. I'm, of all of the male characters, I think there's. He's got to be in the. He's got to be one of the top ones. I think. I would think so, just because of how he. I feel shape. like he ticks a lot of boxes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm gonna go top yeah, half get, for him. Yeah. Okay. Top half. Yeah. Okay. Zenyatta. Bottom half. Bottom half for sure. Yeah. Um, Weirdly and religious. I don't know. I don't think. Yes. Doomfist. Then it's in the name. Top half. One hundred percent. It's in the top half. One hundred percent. Uh, diva top half don't moving on for sure <laughs> number one with a bullet number one with with a bullet uh kiriko she's she's gonna be up there it's gonna be top half again is I, I everyone think so. gonna be in the top half there's a lot of characters in okay, the top wait. half so far we've said bottom half for a couple of them yeah, so that's far bastion zenyatta Junkrat. uh i said reinhardt even though yeah uh Daddy. what about uh hanzo bottom half i'm gonna say bottom half honestly yeah i think he's a little top half he's a little boring uh and you can already genji, see his where do you nipples. think hanzo or genji hanzo or genji is higher i think genji hanzo. is higher whoa i think genji is higher oh yeah. explain I, your thinking here well i think he's got that sleek sexy uh outfit you can see his rippling muscles across everything <laughs> yeah he already kind of looks like a condom he jumps like, you just <laughs> like you know and i'm very attracted to things that look like condoms <laughs> Jellyfish. Jellyfish. Genji. <laughs> uh, Zarya. Oh, top. top I, I'm, I'm going top half for sure. Trace. Sorry, I forgot which one Zarya was for a second. I, I was like, oh, no, this goes back to the Junkrat Queen corollary. Junkrat Queen. Mm. Now there's, there's oh, one. Ju- oh, Junker Queen. Junk Queen. Sorry, uh, Junker what about, Queen, sorry. Uh, what about uh, Tracer? Uh, pff, top d- I top think she's three. Liked, I think top three for sure. Moira. Yeah. Moira, I'm going to say bottom half. Bottom half. Symmetra, I'm probably going to say bottom half as well. Yeah, I would agree with you. And Sombra, I'm going to say top half for Sombra. I'm going to say I'm going to say top half for Sombra. Let's see. <laughs> we haven't even talked about the game, and we immediately started <laughs> ranking on how successful they do on Pornhub. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Anyone that ever thought anything negative of us is just like we're like, actually, you know what? You're right. Here we go. The rankings <laughs> on Pornhub. All right, should we stop? Should we stop? Uh, yeah, well, except who do you think is the most popular search? Probably Mercy or Diva. Yeah, that's what I, was I, say I think. Yeah, 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 that's what I was going to say, too. Um, okay, well, there we go. Last question, Roadhog. <laughs> Roadhog, uh, top at which, number three. What did I, I, think I say? So. Uh, I think so. Yeah, think 100%. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Winston, number one with a bullet next to Diva. Yeah, but it's so funny. You could start naming all these people and like very popular for very different reasons. Very popular for very different reasons. That's it. That's know? it. We know that there are a mm-hmm. lot. There's something for everyone in the in the world. There of really is. Yeah. Do you think that's why they design the characters like that? Like when they're eventually sexualized, <laughs> we can have somebody for everybody. I think that was circled on their whiteboard three or four times in their in their in Jeff their Kaplan. boardroom. Yeah, Jeff Kaplan. 
Um, uh, so Andrew, you know what, what, how about this? Why don't we take a little break? And then when we come back, we'll start our deep dive of everything overwatch from 1919, 2016 to now. Uh, I can't wait. I've got a bunch of questions lined up. We're going to go over all of them and, uh, and then have some fun with it. Andrew, you want to take a little break and we'll see you, uh, we'll see everyone back. I can't wait to do this, Mikey. Perfect. So uh, a little bit of a, a, a clue to today's gameplay segment is going to be Overwatch 2. We're going to play a little bit together. We're going to try yeah. to mash in as much of the video as we can. Uh, it should be some fun. You'll go find that over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash retrograde podcast. All the information is going to be there. If you're going to join us, great. Otherwise, we'll see you on the other side in two shakes of uh, a highly searched Pornhub character's tale. Hey, D-Pads, want to watch this week's gameplay segment where we play a portion of today's game and provide video commentary while doing it? All of our gameplay segments are available for free at youtube.com slash the retrograde podcast. Make sure to subscribe and maybe leave us a like and comment while you're there. And while you're here, why not drop us a rating or review on your podcast platform of choice? It only takes you a moment, but it helps us out immensely and lets us know you appreciate us as much as we appreciate you. You can still join us on our Patreon for $5 US per month at patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast for monthly bonus episodes such as drafts, spoiler casts, top 10 lists, and take some suggestions from the community, both gaming and non-gaming related. Plus, make sure to follow us on all our social media channels. It's at RetrogradePod on Twitter and TikTok or at the Retrograde Podcast on Instagram. We're also available on Twitter at RetrogradeMikey and at RetrogradeAndy. Finally, reach out to us with any business inquiries or questions and comments you'd like us to read on air at the Retrograde Podcast at gmail.com we'll see you all on the other side and welcome back to the retrograde i'm i'm bummed andrew why well because we just took a break to play some overwatch you and me old buddies like we used to do cross platform you on the ps4 me on the Uh pc and then we have to fucking stop playing to record Ah. the rest of this episode i could have gone another four hours (laughs) i honestly i honestly could have that was so much fun that was so a ton fun. of fun. Um, um, we're gonna we're gonna edit that into a video as best as we can. Uh, um, hopefully, get some some captures from both of our screens and and send that up. But either way, if you want to see the fun that we had over there, go check us out on YouTube, youtubecom podcast and yes. uh, and check out the video there. And we're get, we're definitely gonna do more of that, I think. And then maybe even just for the fun of it, we'll do it. I know Andrew, you and I talked about possibly you trying to get me into Fortnite, and maybe that's yeah. another another option if this episode works out. I would love that. I would love more online games where you can I play together. We should play It Takes Two together. We should play... Uh, you know what? I would love to. I would love yeah. to play It Takes Two yeah. together. Really get uh, in a do, good fight. That would be awesome. Really end up despising each other more than we usually do. Just me screaming into a microphone, seven plus four, seven <laughs> plus four. How do you not know that? Like, oh man, come on. There's a lot of pressure. I'm like, God damn it. Is math involved? Because if it is, oh, I yeah. don't know if I want to play this game. Eh, okay, well, we'll see how it goes. Is this um, trying Andrew- to teach me into... Like, is this trying to trick me into learning? No, what thanks. is this Oregon Trail? No, thanks. Yeah. Get Don't out of here. Anything to do with it. Yeah. Um, I've got a, uh, uh, a lot that I can say about, about those games. I think they were a ton of fun, Andrew. Yeah. Um, we, we played three, uh, sorry, four games total. Four games. Three of them. We won. We won three in a row. And the last one we lost. I don't want to blame our tank, but there's a case to be made. A case I didn't to be play made. great, but. Um, I, yeah, I think, I think our tank. last our last <laughs> game in general. Yeah, yeah, I kind of shit the bed, but I think it was our tank's fault uh, more than anything. Tank didn't carry. No, no, no. The tank kept being like, "I'm running out of health," blah, 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 and I was like, "I'm trying to shoot this Genji." Shut the fuck up, as the healer, <laughs> whining and complaining the whole time. Uh, but it was fun. We uh, yeah, we got we uh, three in as healers and two in as DPS. We were doing, or sorry, one in as DPS. We were doing uh, some dual cues as both healing and DPS. Uh, uh, it was great. You uh, out 
outperformed me in the DPS. That was uh, it was it was very impressive. U.S. Soldier me as uh, Reaper. Yeah, that was it was a good game. Um, healing was very good in that game. We had a we had a good time, and that was the push map too, which is really interesting because that's a new concept for Overwatch too. It is a new concept, and and let's use that as kind of a jumping off point to do right. sort of run the gamut of of what was and what now is. So we will kind of uh, 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 weave in stories from our gameplay as we go. Uh, but let's start out. I have a list of questions that I want to go through. And in order, you know, I'll, I'll read them off and then we can actually get to them. I want to go over Please. our general thoughts on Overwatch 2. Um, uh, I want to go on uh, Overwatch 2 versus Overwatch 1. Mm. I want to do some of the most impactful changes that have been made to characters and balances since the beginning of Overwatch. I okay. want to do changes we'd like to see made to the game, predictions for the future, and how long we think we're going to keep playing this game uh, as, as a hobby. Yeah. Those are, those are great questions. Uh, where do you want to start? Let's start with number one, our general thoughts on Overwatch 2, Andrew. Um, I don't think right now this is the most that you've played Overwatch, right? Like you had a phase where you were playing it a lot more and oh, now it God, seems yeah. like you're kind of, uh, you know, more casually d- dipping your toes in, but you've had a, a decent amount of time with Overwatch 2. What are your thoughts on it now? Yeah, it's funny. You're right. I, when I used to play Overwatch 1, especially in the peak of it, you'd, you'd play and then you kind of get into like a dark hole and you're like, oh, yeah. God, that was three hours. Holy shit. I need to stop playing this fucking game. Yes. Um, and I that is when I felt the most attached to the game because I was so competitive with it and sure. losing really weight on you and winning only got you 20 points and like all this kind of weird shit where you're like, it just always felt like a, you know sisyphusian task uh nice. thank you everybody thank you it's actually you. sisyphian but yeah yeah no it's not shut up is uh, and uh <laughs> uh yeah is um but so like it was but the problem was and why i kind of stopped playing the game as much was i wasn't having fun as okay. much as i was compelled to play the game and like felt this like desire and urge and like an addiction to play the game i always kind of walked away i'm like eh, did, did you walk away going like fuck yeah all right i did yeah. it you know what i mean yeah. it's usually like son of a bitch not getting healing up blah, 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 blah. yes so when overwatch 2 came out i was really excited to play the game to see all the improvements that would be made to see what a sequel would be to this really great game that came out sure. and was really like a cultural touchstone and when it came out originally i think i was with some people going oh this is it okay uh-huh. Uh-huh. um it's kind of like an addition to overwatch one now here's the thing like i just said i loved overwatch one i just think it was a little bit of like uh like a fart hanging in the air where you're like oh hmm. oh okay <laughs> what do you think what what did you think about overwatch when you start playing so i i was in the beta as well i've mentioned that on the podcast before i i was uh, right. involved in in the open beta both of them i i and I was excited about that because I was at that time, I was actually pretty far removed from Overwatch. I think I was about mm. three months sober. And I, I <gasps> use that word half joking. Um, but I got back into it because I was playing a lot of Elden Ring and I was like, you know what? I'm going to kind of put Overwatch one on pause until Overwatch two comes out. Right. And and I did. And I liked the changes. I thought that the I thought it was a much more impressive change to the overall uh, uh, aesthetic and sound design of the game. Mm-hmm. The feeling, yep. for example, of playing a healer, like as Ana, I never felt like I was impactful, like my shots didn't hurt or anything, but right. just the changes to character designs and animations and sounds really felt like it added to the whole experience of playing Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Um, but after a few rounds, when that sort of kind of disappears into the background, as it does, you know, like this shiny new thing, you know, you get a 4K TV and it's amazing for the first bit. And then you just don't notice the differences anymore. And once that the shine wore off, it's the same game. It's very much the same game. And I think all said and done, the shift to only have one tank 
in theory and probably at the competitive level, I like it. But as a person who plays non-professional, obviously, I find myself very frustrated with the dice roll that is getting a tank who is either good or bad. It feels like every fight comes down to the tank roll. And as healers, I find it very difficult to carry when the tank is just shitting the bed. DPS, you feel like you have a little bit more control. And as tanks... There's no worse feeling than knowing you're not carrying the weight and everyone in the lobby knows that it's your fault. So I'm not, a, I'm not as, as big a fan of that, of that one tank design. And I think that's kind of the biggest change realistically to Overwatch that there is now. Well, you know, it's funny because I always felt the inverse in Overwatch one that I would play a lot of DPS, which is damage. And yep. if you're not playing well in that point, you're like, oh, it's on me. If I'm yes. not getting kills, it's on me. And the the thing is that I will say about this Overwatch 2 that I really didn't like about Overwatch 1, especially near the end, was the screen bleed and just chaos oh, on the screen. By the end of Overwatch 1, you're just like staring at it. And like, you know, my partner would come and player woman would come in the room and she'd be go like, how can you tell what's going on? I'm like, sometimes you can't. It just you, Sometimes you just got to like, you're trying to highlight a certain area of it. You know what I mean? With all the shields and stuff like that yep. going on. So I, I do understand the necessity for change. And if there is ever an Overwatch 3, I, I imagine what changes they would make from this to do. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I don't know. I, I'm with you. I it's it's a real weird dichotomy I have in my life where change is necessary for Overwatch One. You mm-hmm. need to change something. Because a lot of complaints, including mine that I just made, was that they didn't change enough. Yes. So it, it's a tough for me to sit here and go like, how dare you change this? Because yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I almost think the worst thing they could have done was call it Overwatch Two. Because it feels like an iterative change, and I think the only reason they did that was to shift to a uh, uh, free-to-play model yeah. and get a little bit more scavengy with the with the uh, and predatory with with the payments and the battle yes. pass and all that stuff. Granted, it's free to play. So whatever payment model they want to use, they can use. I don't pay for the game and it's not like I'm hindered at all, but I did find it more fun to know that I paid for Overwatch one and I could get skins and I could like in the loot boxes and voice. I was excited to level up in this because I don't have battle pass. It's like, what does leveling up even mean? Once every seven or eight levels, you get like a shit skin that they're obviously not going to give to the non-paying people. So in that sense, I just feel less motivated to play the game. Totally. And you know what? The You know, I don't know. Is this a good time to talk about the Battle Pass? Yeah, 100%. Okay. We got to talk about Battle Pass. Yeah. Okay. You know, I play Fortnite. Um, I am relatively competitive in it, and I, I'm pretty good, especially in the non-build mode. And you, I have not sunk a single dollar to that. If you listen to this podcast, I will repeat that all the time. I have everything you've ever wanted. I could right. be anybody. I am Indiana Jones one week, and the next week I am a chimpanzee that's an astronaut. <laughs> that's an actual costume that I have. He wears a pink outfit. Is, his, is his name Winston? No, his name is like Jim Chimpankowski or something like that. And he's like Eastern European, which makes me laugh so fucking hard that like <laughs> the idea that he's like, well, I also am from Poland. And you're like, what? <laughs> you're a monkey. Um, so, <laughs> um, but it, and I've never paid for a single thing. And so I think what also the biggest issue that Overwatch had going with the free to pay model, free to play model, excuse me, and also introducing these pay pay elements are is that the game was 60 bucks when it first came out sure and now and you got all this shit for free all these skins everything for free and now you're introducing you're like well the game's free and you're like great and you're like but everything else is going to cost you money and you're like wait that feels in my mind and this might be like a real big tell that i'm just getting older in my mind that should be that doesn't that doesn't equate i the game is the value the skin is who cares so that's nice that i get it for free every once in a while 
Whereas the opposite, I'm like, I'm going to pay 10 bucks for this. Scare. What are you out of your fucking mind? I can't even see myself when I play this. You know That's what I mean? That's so very like, true. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. The, the, so the motivation as to why you would pay, I, you know, I don't know. But it, in my mind, it's just the fun of it. Because there's one of the major things that they did in the shift from Overwatch 1 to Overwatch 2 was they made it so that you cannot play Overwatch 1. I bought yes. Overwatch 1. I bought one on the on the Xbox and I bought one on PC. So I I ha- I don't care if this is free to play right now. Overwatch because you're telling me I can't play that, you kind of reveal as Blizzard that this isn't as Overwatch 2 quote unquote as you're telling me it is. This is a continuation of Overwatch 1. Why do I say that? Because Overwatch 1 turned into overwatch 2 so a lot of of people complain they're like well why are you complaining you got overwatch 2 for free so who cares if you don't get the skins and stuff and it's like no no no. i did pay for it and they've continued to upgrade it and i did i used to buy loot boxes so i would support the the uh uh them from every every now and again you know i kind of moved away from that but i don't know it it feels like they they did what a lot of companies do in looking at their longtime fans and kind of ignored them in pursuit of new fans and new money. And I've, I'm just sitting kind of here in the wings like, well, that doesn't feel great for me as as no. someone who has supported you since 2016. But I hate to say it, like, not to make this a big thing about, like, capitalism or something like that, but it's like, there are so many different ventures we've had in our lives, especially in our generation of life, where Uber is introduced and you're like, wow, this yeah. car ride's 450? This yep. is amazing. Yep. And then they, ne- they realize, hey, we've never made a single dollar. Uh, <laughs> Okay, this free ride thing to introduce uh, this concept is done. And now it's going to be $12. And you're like, whoa, things got really expensive all of a sudden. And I feared that that's kind of what they did with Overwatch. They're like, well, that was great and all. And we did make a good amount of money on the original game. But we can't keep, you know, uh, staffing all these developers to keep creating new content that's free for that. Uh, so let's just do the offset and try and make as much money as humanly possible. It's, it's it, inevitably going to happen. Yeah. It feels naked, though. Like, that's my problem with it. There are ways that you can make money. And I'm like, oh, I'm happy to give you this money because sure. I am receiving something in, in return for it. And then there's the naked kind of ca- of like greediness where it's like, yeah, I don't know. This box is now 20 bucks. It was free yesterday. And you're like, whoa. We, we talked about um, how one of the reasons why Fortnite can do that and Overwatch can't is because Fortnite allows for sponsorships and yes. celebrity uh, 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 group. Like they put on concerts and concerts, they have all these yeah, events yeah. and all this stuff. So they're subsidized by other people, not us as the players yeah. which is which is cool and and we kind of floated the idea of like could overwatch do that and i don't think it ever will because i feel like blizzard is so protective over their narrative of story even though it's a competitive online shooter but they're also protective over their character design they don't want mccree or sorry cassidy dressing up as goku i think as the example that i used before yeah. like i i i i don't know that that'll ever be the case but that would be the one way around it you know the 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 the, the Fortnite model works really really well but they also have to accept in a certain level of advertisement and maybe the players wouldn't be there for it, but I'd be okay well, with it. You know, but even then we're kind of being nice about it where we're like, well, they'd probably have to do that and I'm okay with it. Or they can make the skins a dollar and still make a lot of money. Like I just, I, that's you know, I, yeah. I don't want to make every excuse where I'm like, oh yeah, but that's okay. You know what I mean? No, you, you'd also don't have to charge that much for them, but whatever. And here's uh, the thing is a lot of people will look at us for saying that and be like, well, you know, you're still playing the game. You're still getting it for free. Sure. You know, if you hate it, just spend the money. And, uh, and the thing is, I don't want to spend the money on battle pass. And as a result, I don't know that I will play Overwatch 2 as long as I played Overwatch 1 because there was a fun element of unlocking things and getting the new yeah. skins. I loved when there was a new holiday theme. Yeah. Um, and that kind of leads us into what my next question was, was Overwatch 2 versus Overwatch 1. We've kind of been talking about that as well, but I'll kind of rephrase the question this way. 
What is the one thing from Overwatch 1 that you miss the most that is absent from Overwatch 2? It can be conceptual, it can be it can wow. be about the model, or it can be a, a type of character, a move. What, what, what do you think? That's a really good question, because, you know, I was thinking, in a bubble, you're like, Overwatch 2 versus Overwatch 1, and we just spent, you know, a good couple of minutes, you know, slagging Overwatch 2 for some decisions they made. I weirdly do think Overwatch 2 in concept, is a better game. I, I, I agree, I, yeah. The graphics are better. It kind of flows more. There's more characters to choose from. There's more maps. Well, that should. that More choice is good. That's totally fine. And so I think, why did I like Overwatch 1 so much at the time? Well, it was novel. It was more novel sure. at the time. You know, the concept of this and being able to log in, play six on six. Whoa, that was great. Finish in 25 minutes and be done. Um, you know, that, that part I definitely do miss. I just miss the freshness of going on and feeling like you're part of something. Where you're like, oh, this is kind of a big deal. And oh yeah. my God. And I got to, I got to help the, t you know, that's another huge aspect of this. Got to help the team out. You know, even when I play 2K or something on online, there's usually a couple of really good players and they can just carry the team no matter what you're doing. You know, honestly, sometimes your involvement doesn't even really matter. <laughs> In Overwatch, your involvement absolutely matters. It and absolutely it really, does. You, it is like your weakest point, you know what I mean? Kind of thing. And so I do miss that part. Like I miss that community aspect where like, oh my my involvement, my play is going to let five other people down. I really miss that. So I, I think it's probably that. I like that. I like that a lot. I think uh, 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 in my mind, the uh -huh. thing that I probably Dark liked, the place. The, <laughs> you don't want to go in there. Oh, so I'll just oh open a door a crack and you poke your head <laughs> in and you get the fuck out. Um, but in my mind, the thing I miss the most about Overwatch 1, and I don't know that you can square this circle in bringing it into overwatch 2 because i think the game is probably better for only one having one take objectively but sure. i miss the role of off tank i think off tank was a uh, fun role i was good at it i liked the the fact that i could play main tank in a way that i i would rely on a little bit of support from the off tank and know that i could kind of make some mistakes or take some risks but as long as i was communicating with that second tank they could bail me out or i i could bail them out can, i feel can like i'm on that is yeah, so basically, usually what you have in Overwatch, especially when it was six on six, you had two tanks, two healers, two DPS. And yes. the tanks, their job was always to, to make space. Uh, get out there, take some damage, soak up some of the cooldowns so that your healers and your DPS can do their job. Healers, obviously, making sure the DPS can kill things and, and keep you up as well. So what usually would happen is you'd have the main tank. Usually it was someone with a shield, like a Reinhardt. You could play Winston as a main tank. You could play someone like Sigma as a main tank, Orisa as a main tank. Yeah. They drop their shield down and they kind of set the standard to say like, this is the space we're creating and our team is fighting around it. Off tank can usually support the main tank if they're available to, or maybe support the healers if there's some dive on them. Like, like Zarya, for example, would be a yeah. good example of someone who was typically used as an off tank. You could send out a bubble to one of your healers if they were getting dove or use it as yourself to kind of like take some damage after reinhardt's shield goes down you're kind mm. of in support of them and i liked that it felt like there was a bit more teamwork within each of the roles you know healers like you and i when we were playing just now we we were either all healers or all dps and yeah. when you're two healers there's this feeling of like we got to keep each other up so much so where like there was one point where i was coming to point and i was being chased by an echo and the echo was was kind of like whittling me down i was like just heal me heal me heal me and then i healed you you healed me and then the echo eventually once our team came back had to back off because yeah there was no way they could she could out damage us that that teamwork within a role makes a lot of sense and it's absent in the tank and i miss that yeah, I know. I, I, I totally understand what you're saying. Um, yeah, but it, it's just so funny that like Overwatch 2, you're like, ah, oh, it should be better. Yeah. And it is. But yet you, I don't know. It's kind of like some poisonous relationship you've had in the past where you're like, 
and you're in like a very steady, nice, warm and uh, comfortable relationship you're in currently. And you're like, some days, though, kind of miss that craziness. Honestly, you know? that and that's more the point I'm trying to make. I'm not saying Overwatch 2 is worse, but I am saying there are elements that you just kind of they kind of like stick in your crawl. Like, you it's know, I'd kinda... love to go back and be 21 again because you were you could be a little bit more crazy and this and that. But also it was fucking exhausting and I was stupider and irresponsible. Oh, but you know i'd like to be able to just kind of let loose like i could when i was 21 but i don't want to be 21 anymore you know that that's kind of the point i'm making here yeah you can't have what you want you can't want what you have Um, that's well interesting dark deep all right love it (laughs) um so what about uh so the next question here some of the most impactful changes to characters or balances since the beginning of overwatch and i'll I'll talk about a few of them one of the most notorious ones bastion as a DPS in the very early goings of Overwatch, he used to have a barrier in front of him that was like 800 HP or something like that, which if anyone remembers early Bastion when Bastion was just ridiculous, especially at the earlier ranks or, or lower ranks on console, he would just wreck shit. Every play of the game was a Bastion. He had so much damage he could put out, and if you were on defense, it was just really hard to, to combat with that. Another one would have been something like uh, a Reaper. You used to have to pick up mm. orbs every time he killed yes. someone instead of yes. gradually getting life leech from all the uh, enemies he's attacking. What are some other changes, either to the balance or to specific characters that you you remember or miss? Well, you know, I feel like Symmetra has been reworked so oh, many yeah. times. Yeah. Uh, Sombra as well. And yep. and uh, so, like, outside of, like, minor small changes to characters, or especially their alts, which has always been a big thing as well, who could remember Mercy trying to hide <laughs> so they could res the most amount of people possible? Mercy literally not playing the game so you could get a, a five-person res. Uh, I remember I used to play Mercy a lot as well, and I would hide yeah. in the alleyways behind team fights and then fly in with a big res, and that was it. It was such a boring way to play the game. So such a it, boring way and to it play. was such a waste of other people's alts no one liked it uh no so and it's like like when especially when two people died like mercy go away like you're like hi right exactly <laughs> exactly yeah yeah stop playing the um, game for a second you're we're gonna no, need totally you. yeah. like I, I just remember jeff kaplan would come on and i just remember <laughs> it was one of the first things that i genuinely remember him going like that's not the point of playing the game yes. like you know like very earnestly and like almost like you hurt his feelings going like <laughs> that's not what we want and you're like oh okay um i'd say the other one too is the biggest change that we've seen especially with overwatch 2 um there's a lot of changes but i think the biggest one that i've noticed is just the lack of shields they've tried yep. to reduce the amount yep. of shields as as possible so there's just few of them out there because that really was my memory of end of overwatch one. Oh my was god like yeah. two or three shields out there and you're like what are you you can't even tell what you're trying to shoot through and especially i play soldier a lot and you're like well so i'm what am i doing you know what yeah. i mean um, you get a you get an orissa you get a reinhardt and then you get uh symmetra throwing her symmetra, alt in and yeah. it was just a bunch of barriers and no one liked it yeah yeah or um or the What's her name? The the healer with the shield herself, too. Oh, um, uh, Brigitte. Yeah, yeah, Brigitte, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, OK, look at all these shields. This is fantastic. Um, and so that's the biggest difference for me. And that's why even if the new maps feel like wider or bigger, it's that it's that also the lack of shields make everything feel a little bit more spacious. Spacious and also flowing. I think another one of the mm. major differences that that you'll notice uh, in in recent changes, at least from Overwatch One to Overwatch Two, is is the uh, uh, the lack of stuns. Like Brigitte, oh, speaking of, had the yes. shield batch, shield bash that would take anyone out of their alt, or if if you had a, a an alt that that could be interrupted, uh, you had McCree's stun. McCree's yeah, in yes. a place right now that that's a little tough as well because uh, sorry, Cassidy. Yeah, Jesus Christ, I keep doing that um, because I'm gonna call uh, the Blizzard HR department on you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, every other like slur and stuff like that that we've gotten out of our vocabulary i'm very good with but mccree is the one that i just cannot (laughs) cannot uh, 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 amend 
Um, uh, I, I, you know, McCree's in a, Jesus Christ, Cassidy's wow, in a, really wow. place, <laughs> in a very weird place because he doesn't have a stun anymore. And instead right. it's this kind of like pulse bomb type thing. And it just feels less fun. But when you're playing on the other side of it, it's also way more fun knowing that you're not going to get stunned into oblivion every time you try to make a move. Totally. And that's and I'm I'm glad that they did that. Like, I'm glad that only a few characters have that thing to freeze you in place Um, because you get to play with more aggression. And like you're saying, free, free flow and like flowing. I think that's a really good way of putting it because you're right. I am not as scared to run close to them unless if I'm confident in my own abilities as opposed to like, well, what am I supposed to do with this? You know yes, what I mean? exactly. Oh, okay. Getting chain stunned three or four times. So, and that's one of the reasons why I think when we talk about Overwatch 2, we talk about a game that is a lot more fun to play. And there's there's mm-hmm. a lot more of that, of that in there. It just feels like it's more, it's less about making other people's gameplay experiences worse and more about everyone just kind of winning on merit a little bit more, yeah. which which is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, um and then some other change. Obviously, you know, you talked about Symmetra and how much she's been reworked. But I, re- oh I remember goodness. she used to drop uh, 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 shield, like shield packs. You could like give yep. someone shield. Yep. She had her turrets. She had a teleport. A teleporter was her alt. That was it. You could set it yes. in spawn and have it set somewhere. So whenever Symmetra ulted, the whole game was about find that teleporter because as long as it's up, they're going to keep being able to get to point. So uh, true. That was wild. What a, what a massive change. She had a, uh, 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 her, her, her fire could go through shields and all that stuff. Yes. It was just so many of those characters. And that is kind of the fun of a game like this is that it feels like it's an organ, like, like an organism that changes yes. and evolves over time. But what are your, like, the, the problem with that is you can never get a version of the game from like September 20th, 2019 or something like that like that version of the game is gone forever and it would be cool to be able to just run a slider and experience that but it's gone totally it's it's gone forever well i've always think about that with fortnite because i was always like man it'd be fun to visit one of the old islands because the island is constantly flipping over yep um and uh it'll be a lot it'll be a lot of fun but like at the same time i understand why the company will never want to do that for you because they never want to remind you of what you could have had and then you're like well this is way better and you're like ah no 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 don't look at man behind the curtain um so (laughs) You know, I I get that, but yeah, it's uh, it is it is weird to think that the things, the memories we have, are no are impossible to recreate. You know what yes. I mean? We can look back at you know photographs and uh, videos and stuff like that of, of history, of long time history, and now this one's like, oh, you're gonna tell someone about it, and they're like, well, what was it like? And you're like, well, <laughs> I literally can't show you. I, you know, I can't. here's here's Isn't a play of the game that I had back when when Symmetra's move did that, but like other than that, you you just can't see it anymore. Yeah, it's Crazy. wild. Thank God, you know, YouTube exists out there where people have been streaming and capturing their videos forever. So um, as long as that doesn't go down, we've got we've got some sort of archive of it. Um, What what, what about the next question that I got here? Changes you'd like to see made to Overwatch 2? Um, yeah, I don't know what what is. And I and I think about that in the way of like, what are the changes that would bring me back to play the game more? Sure. Um, Just a personal thing. It's just like. I, I I hate the quitting. I see a lot of quitting. That kind of drives me crazy because like, and then it just feels like it, it's like um it's like when a a game shuts down on you or has to restart. There's a bug, and yep. you see your reflection in the dark TV, and you're like, "What am I doing?" Uh, <laughs> when someone quits, you're like, "Why am I even doing that? What yes. a waste of time!" You um, lose SR, and then there's that weird moment where you're held hostage, where it's like a member of your team has left. If you leave in the next two minutes, you will be penalized, and it's like, "Well, fuck." Just end the why, game. Yeah, why is this my problem yeah, that this exactly. guy left? Why, You're why mad at me now all of a sudden. It's weird. Yeah, I'd say that. And then a little bit more balance to uh, to the to the heroes. I think, obviously, there's been a huge focus on DPS for a long time. That's why there's the biggest pool of heroes to sure. choose from is DPS. 
Uh, and then they tried and they got a couple support and then they, but the tank is still serious, uh, lacking and they're trying their best with that to, to balance it out. I think by the end of Overwatch 2's run, the, the idea should be to fill the, uh, pools enough that, that the demand of, of which hero you get to choose or which category you get to choose would be kind of balanced. But as we're playing today, you saw eight minutes for DPS, 10 minutes for a tank and two minutes for yes. support. Well, that that means your game is unbalanced, and it is, and, and it is one of on one of the reasons why. Like you're talking specifically, like the number of people playing each role and how long it takes to queue up for right. a match. And that I've stopped playing tank for that reason. It would take me ten minutes to queue up for a match, and I'm like, if I do that three times, that's like three matches I could have played in right. Overwatch, and instead I'm just sitting here twiddling my thumbs waiting for the game to start. What a horribly unfun concept that yeah. we're sitting here saying. I want to play this game. And you're like, oh, but you can't. And you're like, yes. well, why? Like, yeah. you know. And I honestly oh, don't man. know what the solution is. You know, incentivizing players over to one side. I think ultimately what that comes down to is a change to the gameplay where you make healing more fun or more sustainable or something along those lines. Because right now, I was a heal. I was a main healer. I I played Ana all the time. I loved it, and I just don't want to do it anymore because it feels like it's you against the world in a lot of cases. You're just gambling so much. And it's that's what it's going to take to to balance out those wait times is to make more people want to heal. And there's everyone is always going to want to play DPS more than healing. I yes, get that, of course. But you got to even it out a little bit more. It a can't be bit. a ten minute wait time for for tank right now, especially no. when tank used to be the role that was the lowest amount of of wait I times. Know. Yeah, yeah. So in that way, good change. You know, I, I understand, Mikey. You miss playing tank. That's I do. Yeah. But it's like, we tried to do this. It, no one wanted to play tank. Now everyone wants to play tank. Yes. Like, okay, so I'm glad to see. And I, I'm with you that I like the adaptive nature of it. I know that it's a, like a living, breathing document, like the Constitution. And <laughs> uh, and I get that. But at the same time, and when I first started and I heard about that, I was like, that's weird. People play for money for this, like professionally. Right. Right. And then they're like, uh, that character you spent your whole life uh, working on, we they're no good anymore. You're like, it's Whoa, wild. Huh? Yeah. That's yeah. a crazy concept to me. But now the closer I get to it, I kind of do understand why you make these changes. Yep. Um, even though that might be unfair to some very nice South Korean kid, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, Hey, speaking of, I don't know. I don't know if he's South Korean actually wanted is, is a player that I, that I, I watch. He's one of the, the streamers that I watch all the time. He's the best Cassidy there is. And it's just hey, so satisfying to watch him. Yeah, I did it finally. Yeah, just nice. click heads all day long. Um, um, and, and he's complaining right now. He's like, you know, you don't have a stun. Cassidy is almost like, especially at the higher levels, is almost like a, a detriment to your team because he's just not as good as a wow. lot of other of of a lot of other uh, uh, characters you can play as. Huh. And and I think you know it's it's just going to take time before that balancing comes out in the wash. And that's ultimately what what I want to see is uh, six more months go by and enough love and enough patches are given to these yeah. players to get Overwatch two to a playable state that Overwatch one was in. Because I think right when it went live, it was very unbalanced, uh, not just in terms of wait times, but in terms of character abilities. And now we're finally getting to the point where it's shifted a little bit but like man we played against doomfist there and like doomfist has been buffed significantly he is a hard guy to kill now holy holy god he's got that little shield or defensive mechanism now and then you're like you're like oh man yeah really tough but you know what and that that innovation that you know that mobility that they give the game should allow you to feel the need to want to go constantly back to it to check it out and go oh what is going on with that uh, and you know, like, and we're only coming from a place of love with this. It's only because we want to play this game and have so many fun memories of playing this game that I want it 
to get back to a place where I want to play it for three hours and go, oh my God, what happened? Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't want to sound like a hater because like clearly we're not. We're spending a full no. episode of the podcast on this game, but like, you know, you, you're you hardest on the ones you love because you want to see them do better and, and that's kind of it. As much that as I talk shit about explains Overwatch, our like it is, yeah, it, yeah, it really does. That's why you're so easy on me. What you, like, you should... <laughs> You're like i don't give a fuck good what you job do. mikey <laughs> i don't love you i'm like oh, all right. <laughs> oh okay that um um how about this predictions for yep. the future what do you think we're going to get to see in in overwatch and if, if you don't have anything specific in mind then maybe talk about uh uh the esports league like like the overwatch league oh. specifically do you think it's going to take off do you think it's dead in the water um or or go gameplay with it uh, you know it's so funny i i Obviously, the changes will continue to happen, and uh, and I wonder where the balancing of the specific roles yep. uh, go to. They yep. they eliminated one tank role. Wow, that's really crazy, and it really opens you up to going. Well, they could do anything at this point. Sure. There could be three DPS next time, or you yep. know, whatever it is. I find that to be very interesting. I think the esports league, you know, especially about five years ago, everybody was very much um, ready to invest uh, into esports leagues, and yes. and I think there was multiple that tried to start at any one time and you know overwatch has been one of the more successful obviously league of legends i think is the really the benchmark at this point because but i i think people got scared i think i think i would worry about its long-term viability um because of and, and i don't mean esports in general esports in general will be a very big thing in right. time you know what i mean like like in the way that like my my parents would be like they play that and you're like oh yeah. actually a lot of people watch <laughs> yeah. it and they're like yeah, 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 really yeah. and you're like yeah uh, you know, and even in, you know, in Toronto where we live, they're building an esports stadium yep. arena, you know, down by the water like this. It is inevitable that it will come what game they will play and what and if there is a league specific to the game or leagues that open up that are multi gaming. That is kind of where where they're trying to figure out. But it's still in such a new, um, yeah. you know, so, such an infancy that I wonder how they're going to develop and grow. And that's a really interesting concept. Yeah. And especially because, you know, Blizzard Activision have been so closely linked for obvious reasons to Overwatch League. And uh, uh, with all the 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 issues against that company, the, the California state lawsuit that's going against them as well, a lot of uh, advertisers have pulled out. They struggled finding yeah. advertisers. They struggled to have a game live with Overwatch 2. They were playing Overwatch 2 competitively and they want people to play Overwatch 2, but the game hadn't been out yet. It also wasn't balanced. There are a lot of issues up in the air and for so many different reasons. My prediction in that sense is like, it, I used to be full in thinking that Overwatch was going to be it. That was going to be the game that finally peaked. It got pretty big, but mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to break through in the mainstream. And I don't know what game that's going to be, but I think it that still remains to be seen. We may we, we yeah. may not even know at this point what, what game that is. Yeah, obviously we haven't kind of talked about, we, Mikey and I have talked extensively on this podcast. If this is your first time listening, hey, welcome. That's great. But we've talked extensively in the past about the, the lawsuit and the incredible, you know, seemingly horrible working conditions that it was at Blizzard for a long time there. And hopefully it's changed. But God, we talked about the gaming awards the other day. Did you see what Jeff Keighley opened with? No. He started with this, like, we will not, I need to get this off the top. We will not accept any hatred in the online community. No, no biases, no racism, no nothing. And then he goes, okay, thank you. But I believe that there's a lot of hope in this thing. And he kind of keeps going on. And you're like, so you said kind of nothing. <laughs> like, it was like this yeah. very odd, like, I think I'm going to say something really compelling. And you're like, very interesting. Please do. And you're like, and they said that. And you're like, yeah, okay, that didn't, that wasn't anything. <laughs> That wasn't, it's that like, was nothing, it's man. Like, that's like the HR equivalent of a fortune cookie reading. It's like, you just say these stock words and you think <laughs> it's going to make you like, ah, uh, it's yeah. It was a strong, speak, yeah. yeah, actually a hundred percent actually speak longer, louder the worst, but it was a very like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Kind of like, oh thing. yeah. Like, oh, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry that that hurt you. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. I'm awesome. sorry you oh. were offended. Yeah, that kind <laughs> yeah, of thing. Way to go. Yeah. I know. Like, good intentions, I assume. But man, yeah, oh, whatever. Yeah, um, I, I think in terms of my prediction for Overwatch as a thing, I think that a year, two years from now, we're going to get access to an Overwatch 1 version and i don't know if it's going to be overwatch one vanilla like 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 they did with world of warcraft where it's right. like literally the first version of this game or if it's going to be the last version that was patched before the shift over to overwatch 2 and it's just wow. it exists in that form at some point 6v6 overwatch one is going to be playable again we're probably gonna to have to pay to do it but i bet you it's gonna happen at some point wow i that's so interesting because i I just said a couple minutes ago i'm like i don't know if they would ever do that you really do believe that might happen eh? there's money in it so yes i do you know, compelling put it, put argument there. One thing that would really bum me out is if they looked at me and said, Overwatch one is out. And I would say, great. And they'd say, give us 60 bucks. And I said, I already did that. Uh, yeah. Let me play my Overwatch one again. <laughs> I'm holding the disc in my hand. Yes, exactly. Like I yeah. physically, I actually physically have the disc and yeah. you're like, oh yeah, that would really bum me out. Cause then it's like, it like, like I said, you can, you can hide a couple things, kid me a little bit and like, oh, it's a deluxe edition. You're like, oh, okay. I got it. Whatever. But if they nakedly just go like, no, you got to you got to pay for it. That would be that would be so atrocious if they did that. But I do think at some point it will be accessible. How they handle the monetary side of it. I don't know. Um, And I don't think they're going to maintain it patch wise. But I do think a version of it will exist there that they can that that we can play. Um, Mm. And that kind of leads me into my last question, Andrew. I'm curious to get your thoughts on this. We played Overwatch 2. You've been playing Overwatch 1 for six years, five, six years, something like that. I I think you started a little bit later than I did. Um, Yeah. What is your future for Overwatch going to be? How long do you think you continue playing this game? Is it always something you check in on? Or uh, do you think this has like a a life cycle that's kind of coming to an end? I do believe that my time with Overwatch 2 is going to come to an end. Yeah. Soon. I've not played a ton since it came out. It came out and like everyone, I played it for a week and I was like, okay, I just want to get a good idea of the maps and, you know, some of the new characters and stuff like that. And then I didn't go back to it. And there's probably something about that, even though I didn't make the conscious decision. I'm like, I'm not playing that is that, you know, there's probably something to that and why I didn't play it. Now, it's funny to think about it, and I was like, well, why did I always go back to play Overwatch 1 even when I was in, like, ruts where I wasn't wanted happy sure. with it? Well, there was, new, there was new skins. There was a new festival. Halloween came out, and I wanted yep. to beat uh, Junkestein. You know, like, I those things did get you back, and no different than, you know, Fortnite, which now it's still in the same model as Fortnite, so I think it's a fair comparison, but it's like, uh, heads up, there's New Island. You're like, well, I gotta go at least try it. Now, what is what is compelling me to do this? Because I'm not going to give them any fucking money. And uh, is like, what is compelling me to come back? Right. I'm not sure. Yeah. Doesn't mean I'm done forever. I absolutely will come back and play. And you and I just played. And we had a ton of fun. 100%. But I just, on my own volition, I don't imagine I'm going back to play a whole ton. Yeah, I, I hear you. I, I would say the same thing where my my passion for the game has definitely dwindled a little bit. Uh, but I have moments of a spark. Uh, which is kind of a, a macrocosm of, of playing Overwatch in general, where like you're, you know, four or five games and you can be losing and it sucks and you have the one good game like golf, right? You you like oh. you hit the one shot and you're like, that's why yes. I play this. That's why I'm going back into it. But more and more, the thing that's gotten me that feeling where I stop playing Overwatch and feel good is when I've done so socially. So I think that's kind of essential. But the problem is a lot of my friends are moving away from Overwatch. So there is a world I can imagine where I don't play the game yeah uh, uh every week because i'd say i probably put at least an hour in a week um, um okay. pro- usually a little bit more through like a game here a game there but at least an hour a week uh and uh, but i can imagine that dwindles probably three four yeah. five hours a day what am i <laughs> yeah, yeah i know i was gonna be like and previously you spend what 30 hours a week what did you do like, honestly uh, it was it was a lot <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> a lot 
It was a lot. Can I ask? Can I ask? You said your friends are moving away from Overwatch. Can yes. I ask what they're moving towards? You know what? I think it's less that they're moving specifically to something. I think it's okay. just that the the hole that was filled by Overwatch has kind of grow, been filled in naturally. I don't know that they have the feel that they need to play a six v six online shooter. I kind of have that itch since I yeah. played Overwatch. I like testing myself. I like getting better and and putting my like banking my efforts into something that I can see grow as a skill. Um, you know, debatable the merits of this skill, but still, you know, you can see yourself getting better at it. Um, and I, I think that a lot of people in my life just don't have that. So, you know, sometimes they'll pick up Fortnite or sometimes they'll pick up Warzone, but for the most part, they're just gaming and the game yeah. that they want to play when they reach for a controller or a mouse and keyboard is not Overwatch anymore. Oh man. Yeah. It's so funny. We, we wanted to do this whole Overwatch episode and now we feel like it's like a funeral to Overwatch. Um, even though like, I, I still like the game. We just said that we still yeah. like the game, but it's so, it's so funny that that's the feeling that we're left with after playing it a little bit. It is. And, you know, it was always just kind of a check-in of where, where we're at. And I think we kind of realized that we're not uh, as deep into it as we were. I would like to just have a healthier relationship with it uh, in the mm. sense that I could pick it up, put it down, not play it for a couple weeks, pick it up. But there is that urge. Like the thing that keeps you playing is the fact that I watch YouTube videos. I keep up with the patch notes. And when I moved away from it for three months or so, when I wasn't doing that, man, you pick up and play again. And you're like, what is that ability? What, how yeah, is that? What, who is that character? What? Yeah. 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 Certain voice lines are like, who was that? Yeah. Like, what is that? <laughs> is that dad? 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 Yeah. <laughs> Um, but that's about it. Andrew, I, I, I had a, a blast talking about Overwatch and I'd love to do yeah. these deep dives a little bit more. Uh, not a review a show, but just kind of a retrospective uh, as the retrograde does uh, hey. uh, better than anyone else, uh, as, as I'll say. <laughs> that's my yeah, review of it. You know, it's funny. We have so much so much experience with Overwatch. It was a natural place to start because yeah. we, we talk about this game all the time, obviously, and we want to play it. And so, like, if you want us to do a retrospective on a game, let us know because we can go a deep dive two feet in on some of your favorite games as well. Yeah. Is it Bioshock? Is it Pokemon? Is it Mass Effect? Who knows? All these games are out there, uh, and, and we're going to start exploring them a little bit more. But for now, that is our Overwatch uh, retrospective. I had a fucking blast doing it, Andrew. Thank you for humoring me. I will get you in kind. <laughs> I will reward you in kind by allowing you to show me the world of Fortnite. Oh, I can't wait for that. But until then, we hope everyone's having a happy holidays. We love every single one of you, and we can't wait to talk to you soon. My name's Andrew Bascom, and with me, as always, is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself, Mikey Aaronworth. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. The world needs heroes. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. I can't tell if this is your TED Talk or your suicide note.